podcast. Thanks so much for listening and watching on whatever platform you're doing so. Hello. Hi. Um, hey, you got Josh today. We got Hello. Josh Bixter. We got Austin Fury. And we were talking about uh, hot dog buns and hot dogs and bi-monthly pay cycles. Yes, we were, we were talking about all those things before we, totally we actually uh, started. Listen, guys, you guys were wondering, bi-monthly can mean twice a month or once every other month. So It means both. If you ever go to an employer and <laughs> they're like, hey, we're going to put you on a bi-monthly pay cycle, ask for clarity. Yes. Because it could really have a bad ripple effect. Be every other family. month. You definitely yeah. want to do that twice a month. Then. Which, you know, wouldn't be so bad as long as the amount's right. <laughs> That's true. But you got to pay those bills. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Just how it is. <laughs> So anyways, that's obviously we I'm have a lot of tangents my, and my, rabbit trails on yeah. anything that we do at Flight Test. We're talking about, talking about milestones today, aren't we? We are. We are. So obviously we had uh, just recently, um, we hit the 700K mark. Yes. Um, and so we decided that uh, as as we normally do with the podcast. That would, that would be 700 YouTube. Yes. 700,000 YouTube, YouTube subscribers. Not yes. videos Correct. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Getting close, though. And uh, so what we normally do, obviously, we have our our regular format. We're going to be talking about some other things as well. But the main point of this podcast is to hit those milestones of 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 how did where did we start, Mm -hmm. where we're at now and and how we got here and where we're going in the future. Really maps uh, in a really cool way when you go back and look at videos and stuff, the evolution of where flight tests has come from Mm -hmm. and also how much influence you guys have had from or for us uh, to to shape that. So I say that right. How much influence I, you've got on us, not for us, on us. Yes. How much influence you guys have had on us? Yes. It's been a really, really rough week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to, yeah. fix, we're gonna have to fix that. We're going to have All to right. fix up the coffee yes. and, and podcast, right? So you kind of worked us through a few different milestones. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I came to the company, I think we were at like 15,000, 20,000 subs, something uh-huh. like that. So only Josh knows about those first you fifteen thousand subs. Back in the day, <laughs> back in my day, we flew in snow uphill both ways, <laughs> and we liked it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh I tell you God. what, there is never a dull moment here at this shop. If, if you, what you see is what you get. Oh my I tell goodness! You what, man. Oh my goodness! Oh, I don't know. Like, when we go through these, do we? How much behind the scenes do we give? I, I think. Get, we, I think we can. I think we we'll dig open into it a little bit. Want to dig yeah. into it? Yeah. So, I, so what those first 15,000 subs, um, this was kind of like a, just like a side thing, right? Just like a weekend yeah. weekend deal. <laughs> exactly was that. A, a matter of fact, um, uh, it was crazy. It was literally 30 minutes. And, and this is, uh, if anyone knows, I'm a believer. So I, I want to get this, you know, make that understood because I'm going to talk on the face side. Hmm. Um, I got a phone call 30 minutes after uh, a prayer. I prayed uh, and it was God use, use me in a weird out of the box, con- you know, unconventional way. Because what I was doing at the time was uh, painting Corvette parts. Right. And uh, my wife and I had passed in ministry and youth outreach and things like that. And it was uh, it was a fulfilling thing, but it wasn't wasn't something that we were defined. This is our lifestyle. This is where we're going. This is our passion in life. We want to impact kids and, and families as a whole. And that's where the flying ministry came in, which ultimately got me to introduce t- to a gentleman named J- Chad Capper. And uh, we were doing the flying ministry and we met each other and uh, – uh, long story short, um, I was painting Corvette parts and I was working literally 15 feet from home making six-figure salary and uh, I was empty. I was really sad, empty. You know, my family life was a mess because uh, I was never seeing my kids even though I was just literally 20 feet from them. I was like, God, do something crazy, you know, and, and I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I got a call from Chad Capper saying, hey, you may not know me, but I was at your last flying event and, uh, you know, really liked what you're doing, teaching the kids and stuff. I want to do this YouTube show. And uh, would you consider, you know, coming on Saturday to to try a pilot? 
And that is where I got the opportunity for the first time to meet Josh Scott. Mm. I actually met him this time before. We were both at a wedding filming, believe it or not. But <laughs> <laughs> by the way, me and a camera don't get along, so don't ever ask me to help film at a wedding. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that was the first time I met and where we did the pilot of the Wildcat episode. Mm. And, nice. and I feel bad. If you go back and watch that, anyone that hasn't watched the very first episode, you're going to see something that I'm not proud of. And that was a... <laughs> a you know you cannot fly this plane kind of mentality mm. and what was kind of the common thought process back then was there needs to be two friends but a little bit of drama a little bit of of edginess there and stuff and if you guys know us now no not gonna happen we love each other and we're gonna showcase that and uh i got to meet josh scott and we got to fly a plane and that was the first time josh ever touched the controls wow. and uh <laughs> it was it was funny <laughs> It took uh, three hours to shoot one episode. That's <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was crazy because, I mean, eight years ago, YouTube was a totally different animal. It was. I mean, it was. it's just, it's crazy to see how much that, just the platform in general has grown mm. and what it's become and what it's allowed us to do. Yeah. Um, just reaching, well, you know, I think we're hovering right around like six million views a month right now. Yeah. And just to be able to reach that many people with a platform that's free and just how much <laughs> yeah. it's grown and what it's become is like, it's pretty crazy. Well, and it was crazy back then. You know, a lot of people, what they projected into YouTube is, Oh, we got to make it like TV. We got to have the same ingredients that people see on TV. Where I think the very special thing about YouTube is it doesn't have to be anything like TV. Mm. The message is what really matters and, and the impact that you make on people and what you're inspiring them to do. And that's where you've seen so many really great people, either making people laugh, inspiring them, educating them. And, uh, Ironically, isn't that kind of our tagline, entertain, educate, and elevate the world of flight? Yeah. Um, you know, that's that was a unique thing about YouTube, and which we quickly discovered by the time uh, you and Alex came on board was there was something more special about flight tests. We didn't need the drama. We didn't need the, the you know, uh, the uh, instilled failures. We had that with foam airplanes that were crashing all the time and, and tons of laughs and challenges. Mm. So good stuff. Yeah, it's just interesting just how, like, the different uh – um, platforms and devices have all blurred together now, yeah. you know, because it used to be, oh, this novel idea. It's this thing. It's kind of like television, but it's on the internet. And now, you know, we're watching TV on our iPads and we're watching YouTube yeah. on our TVs. And it's just, you know, it's all kind of just kind of melded together. But I, I think it's, is what it boils down to is, um, you know, it's, it's just having the substance there. It's having the content, it's having the, the yeah. friendships, having the entertainment factor and it doesn't really matter necessarily what the format is you know just because it's become so accessible across pretty much any device yeah that's amazing looking back at the day it took was it the first year because you came in after about one year of us sounds about right right? yeah and uh actually uh if you want to uh mark it on the calendar it would have been i think it was right before or it was right after the three pack release yes Mm. yep that was it was i think the three pack had been out for like a week yeah. <laughs> That's when but, I started. And by that time, the first year, you know, we were very fortunate. Uh, Hobby King stepped up in a really powerful way. I think it was after three or four episodes, Hobby King came in and they were our official sponsor. Oh. And uh, one thing that we didn't have back then was a store and a product line to support our videos. We had sponsors. And Hobby King fully sponsored us for that first year. And, uh, you know, we were able to do really great things like go to California, film a lot, um, try some things, fail, succeed. Uh, but by the end of the first year, one thing we quickly realized is we had an awesome community that was defining needs that, you know, they wanted to get in the hobby. There were things that just simply didn't give them that solution, like, uh, you know, simple build airplanes. Mm-hmm. And that was where the product line started coming in and, and where we definitely had an immediate need for Austin Fury's mind and, and Alex Savada's mind. And they came on board. And that was at the, actually also at the same time that I left my full-time job doing Corvette painting mm. and uh, and moved over to this. And uh, talk about a wild 
you know, once again, my wife probably doesn't even listen to this, but I have the coolest wife in the world. Because when you go and say, hey, dear, I want to give up a six-figure salary, you know, work in this job, you know, where it's secured. It's a family-owned business with Corvettes and everything. Um, and I want to leave that. And I'm going to design these foam board airplane models and work on YouTube. And that's going to bring us a living eventually. And to go from a six-figure job to basically what you get paid as an assistant manager for uh, a Burger King, you know what I mean? Is right. a very like I really got a really good feeling about this. I, I really <laughs> got. And, and you know the funny thing we, we committed to oh, prayer man. for maybe a day or two, and it was like, no, this is where we need to go. And uh, you know, from that day, our world was different. You know, the second yeah. day in, in there, I, I dragged my wife. I was like, Jen, I need your help. I, I have no organization. She put a process flow to it, and uh, then you and Alex came into our lives, and I, that was a, that was the point. I think within that month, things started just changing very, very quickly. It's funny though to uh, just to look back on that, just to look back on some of the content that we created back then, and just like <laughs> just how we were just as people back then. Like, I yeah. well, you, Alex, and I were joking the other day. I was just like, man, like four or five years ago, I just didn't know anything. No. <laughs> I think that there's something you start you start saying every four or five years. Man, right. four or five years ago, I didn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, I guess if you can keep saying that, that means you're growing. So. We're gonna look back uh, at this the seven hundred thousand mark, and we're gonna be like, wow, I can't believe that we were even able to have jobs. You yeah. Know? Right. But, but we learn so much every every day. It's it's really cool. But uh, that was that was a special time. I think going back there, we didn't realize what was being created at that time fully, and I I, I still don't think we fully have either. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, one hundred thousand I see is your next mark, and that was definitely uh a very special transition for all of us, I think. Yeah. Right. And, and it looks like uh, essentially as I was going, as I was going through all these different milestones, it was, it was cool for me to, cause I, I wasn't where you guys were at. I, I obviously came here a couple of years ago, way after most of these uh, events. And, yeah. but it was really cool to go back and watch some old videos and see some different milestones that you guys have created and where you came from and, and how you got here, like yeah. the, the journey essentially, which is essentially what we're talking about today. And that, like you said, that hundred thousand, the biggest kind of milestone at the time was, it was the first kind of talks about flight fest 2014, which is to think about now is kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's nuts. Um, and then that, that first flight fest event, that was your brainchild, Austin. That yeah. Was- I mean, it was just, uh, it just kind of seemed like a no brainer at the time because we were just going, <laughs> that was actually the time where we were going to a ton of RC events. Yes. We were hitting, you know, what, half a dozen, maybe Seth, RC, Joe Null, you know, frosty dog, basically every month or every other month we were hitting an RC, yeah. uh, event, wow. um, just to kind of meet our community and to get our name out there and that sort of thing. Um, and so I, I just kind of like, just seemed like a no brainer. I was like, I bet that we could have an event, you know, and get some people yeah. to, to come to it. Um, but yeah, Wouldn't that was it be a, cool if there was like 300 people there. Do that's you remember actually, that? I think that's the number we th- originally that's threw what out. We thought, yeah, we thought that, man, if we could get like a couple hundred people, that'd be crazy. So it'd be, cool. it'd be awesome. <laughs> so we threw up a Kickstarter. I think our goal was like $5,000 yes, and we were going to get like a generator and some Porter Johns and a, and a tent for building and a tent for building. <laughs> oh, and that was like our, goodness. we had budgeted that out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, that Kickstarter, you know, 10 X or whatever, 15 X or whatever it did it was, uh, that. Um, it was amazing. And uh, it, I will. Yeah. It, it, and yeah, it, that's just <laughs> that happened. <laughs> <laughs> how, now, how many people did you actually get to come to? Um, or, my, or ish? my numbers are a little fuzzy. I want to say it was what it was like 400 pilots or 500 pilots. Or was it more than that? Um, um, 
First, I thought it was 563 pilots and probably okay. like maybe yep. 2,000 people. Actually, when you say that? that number, that number sounds right. About yeah. 563 pilots. So it's floating in my brain right now. And then, you <laughs> it's know, a pretty specific number just to be floating. No, that is that actually, that sounds right. Uh, that's wow. a weird now, thing with numbers. Now that's that awesome. He, now that you mentioned <laughs> that, that comes back to me. But yeah, and now we're, we just came off of Flight Fest West. And, yeah. you know, we're anticipating about, um, you know, 1,500 pilots for Flight Fest East and we had about 700 at West. Um, oh, wow. So it's, it's pretty cool to see our yeah. community you know, respond to that. Cause that's really, that's how we see kind of our, our festivals is there's kind of like a community meetup, a family meetup, family reunion. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, what are, what are we going to do there other than fly and build stuff and right. hang out. And so it's cool to see, you know, people respond to that and it's cool to see, you know, vendors, you know, understand it and come out for that. It's cool to see sponsors understand it and come out for that. Yeah. And all that comes together to make an event happen. So well, and, and right around that time with the hundred thousand mark, that was where, you know, the vision of flight test took a dramatic shift to the right. Um, we were blessed with the opportunity to, to actually run the company. Yeah. And uh, that was a major shift. But when we did that shift, we focused it less on the, we still do reviews and overviews and sponsorship, but we put it more so on, um, the uh, the demonstration of what you can do with the hobby in a positive mm. way. And that's where, you know, we, we say things like fellowship memories, all that stuff. There's there's reason behind that because what this hobby is and what it provides is so much bigger than just the planes itself. And I think that's honestly been a reason for, you know, the growth with our community and, and uh, just the amazing culture that's been developed mm. uh, and how people engage. And um, the DIY aspect really sprang to life then, you know, where people could – could build a plane, fly a plane, crash a plane, and that whole journey was rewarding. What I'm seeing now, especially recently after Flight Fest West, people are really seeing that model. They're, yeah. they're valuing the model where it used to be like, okay, that's a cute thing that you guys are doing. They understand that this model is beyond um, you know, a personal mission, but it's also mm-hmm. a very solid business model. And, right. and I'm really excited about that because I think it's going to open up doors in the future uh, in a very powerful way. Uh, with Flight Test, we want to redefine how people get in the hobby because the hobby is filled with stress. And, you know, we want to we want people to have enjoyment from the very first point of purchase or downloading those free plans or watching that build video all the way to the point where they turn it into a kid again and they smash it to pieces and they go back and start it over. Um, how cool is it that we have electronics, technology and materials that are cheap enough to do that? Yeah, uh, just exciting. So that hundred thousand mark was really uh, I think we all kind of just grabbed and said, we're going to try something different. And it was it was from the heart. And. Uh, I think from this point, it went from where we're leading to where we're serving around the 100,000 mark because mm. we had an idea in our head and we were doing our reviews and the marketing and things like that. From the 100,000 mark, it was more reactive. It was, yeah. okay, what do you guys want us to do? What do you want to see in, you know, in the hobby? Mm-hmm. And then we we're serving. And I think that's the only reason that we're still here today. Yeah. And I really feel that way. And it's a, and it's a big point is that, you know, when you're, when your mentality shifts from – one thing to another, you know, that can, there's a transition involved. And, and now you've seen that transition from the beginning until, until now to see what it's been grown into. And it really is something very, very special. And and flight test isn't just, you know, um, you know, eight, 10, 21 people. It's uh, it's all community now. And those communities, people are servants as well. Uh, We have at at this year's flight fest event, we got great people from like the community cast, after hours, mm-hmm. um, they're they're giving it forward. Like they're going to be leading build nights and stuff. Right. So it's not just you know people here that have a job doing it. It's people taking their own time, energy to impact either schools or community groups or do their own podcast. You know, sharing our vision. Right. Um, that's really a, a powerful thing when you think about <coughs> that. That people choose to put their own time, energy, resources to give back as well. Right. And uh, I, I just love it. Yeah, and it's and it's cool because I've been had the pleasure of getting to know the community through, through my mm-hmm. job role, but 
I've also gotten some insight from them to the early days yeah. of flight test, them talking about it, them reminiscing about it, yeah. having deep conversations about where they were and how they were before they even came to see flight test and after flight test impacted their life or even just the simple business model that you're talking about impacted their life to the yeah. point they're, they're changed mm-hmm. because of it and they're better off because of it. And, and that's something that's very special. You don't see that usually in a, in a business model. That's not what usually it's not what business is all about. Usually it's about the bottom yeah. line. But flight test is so much more than just a business model. Yeah. It's a community. It's a family. And it's a situation that provides opportunities for everybody that comes involved and comes in, in, in play yeah. to enjoy their life and live it to the fullest, in, in my opinion. you know. Around the corner there's a, of our shop, right of the cafe, there's a wall of uh, just stories that people share with mm-hmm. us. And if you watch our vlogs and our content, oftentimes you'll see that the wall is now a fire hazard. I mean, it's, it really needs to honestly be consolidated <laughs> because there's so many pieces of paper That's on right. that wall. That's true. Um, but it's just truly touching to see, you know, uh, what's what's come in people's lives uh, when they choose to take the silly hobby and do something positive with That's it. Right. And uh, we just we just love it. So I know I talk about this probably in every podcast. I don't mean <laughs> to hijack it and turn it this no. way, but it is just something just so amazing about you know flight test and and, and the people that we get to uh, to do life with. Yep, the people behind the scenes, the people yeah. underneath the layers yeah. that that don't get, that you don't get to see. Um, yeah. So those of you that are out there. Um, all of you who are watching and, and just listening and, and being a part of Flight Test, thank you so much for all that you do because uh, it really does make a difference indeed. So I'm going to talk about 100000 too long. So why don't we move on to 200000 200000 right? And uh, so essentially that was right around the time that you guys uh, got together with, I believe it was Adam Drain. Adam Drain. Um, and did that big, massive B-17 <laughs> situation so you guys had, which is – I am super, am super jealous by the that way because awesome. it looked it awesome. amazing. I know Alex talks about it all the time. Yeah. Um, um, you can't get enough of that. And I just, I watched the video. And I was like, oh man, I wish I was there. <laughs> it was came too late. I think around the 200,000 mark was definitely some, some unique opportunity experiences. Uh, along with that, we also had the European road trip too, mm. just before that, uh, where we got the opportunity to hang out with Immersion RC and fly planes off of, uh, the French Alps. Wow. So uh, I want to put that in there because that was, uh, one of the best times for us growing as a team when we were spending a week together in a little RV driving all around with uh, roads with no guardrails. <laughs> and uh, by the way, that's, you know, they should up the taxes in those countries and put guardrails on their mountains. Um, I think they already have 50% no, taxes. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> should have been 52. Um, but uh, but that was a special team building. And this Memphis Bell trip uh, with Adam Drain was special because, you know, our love of flight got to be experienced, but we got a ride in a B-17 and – what was most surreal, I think every one of us climbed up in the nose and to realize that the average age of those people were young 20s at, at best. And they were sitting there and to look down, you know, and there's this bomb site there and there's glass and there's no protection um, to see what their job had to be and, and all the emotions that must be going through their mind. It was a, it was an amazing ride, but mm-hmm. also it was an amazing experience to just suddenly just think about that and put you in that position. This is a war machine flying through the air right. that these young you know men and women and and people either built, flew, you know, uh, rode in. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that they had to risk their lives to protect our freedom was definitely a, an eye-opener for us. And yeah. couple that with the amazing noise of the of the engines and, and sticking your head out, looking at the rudder as you're flying away from Burke Lakefront Airport. Wow. It was crazy. <laughs> I can, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what you're what you're what you're thinking at the time. Yeah. Um, and now, and, and there was something else uh, alongside that, right? It, it wasn't just Adam Drain and the plane. Was there a, a foundation involved? Liberty Bell Foundation. Yeah. So, so what this is, is Liberty Bell Foundation. They they go from airport to airport to airport, and I believe they connect with veterans, right? 
and then they also haul rides mm. and they uh and those rides have proceeds and benefits that come from okay. there not only to support the flight of that airplane but also to give forward pay forward and uh, help out uh help out our veterans so oh, very very powerful things about liberty bell foundation look it up you know you can learn more about it yeah there'll be a link down below we'll we'll, we'll post that down yeah. there so uh so memphis bell was the, the plane we got to fly in that's pretty pretty special that's fantastic. I it can only can only imagine. <laughs> unfortunately, which I wish I was there. Yes. Um, also, we uh, at that time, uh, and we just touched on it. We essentially was at the time where we actually put on the the mm-hmm. Flight Fest event, um, where actually all the hard work and planning and effort came to a culmination point, and it and it happened. Right. Which, announced to happening. Right. Which is which is fantastic. Reality. Um, and also at the time, uh, you guys did a, you guys did an episode on, and it was it's actually been talked about a little bit. Uh, recently, but uh, back then it was the Google Project Wing and the Am- Amazon Delivery Zone. Oh my gosh, was that all the way back then? Uh, from what I understand, that that's what I that's what my Holy research is telling me. Holy Batman! Remember the drone that delivered a drone that delivered a drone? Yeah, that's kind of our to my stanky breath. That was kind of funny little gimmick that we did just <laughs> right. to kind of poke fun at the drone delivery thing. But uh, we had a lot of fun doing that. That yeah. was, it was I, definitely interesting. I hope no one goes back and realizes because I was like, guys, this is never going to happen. This is a gimmick, <laughs> and now it's like you know, let's talk about the the UPS delivery drones, right? And okay, maybe it's going to happen. The, yeah. the technology is just going. Yeah, and I believe in the episode they delivered guns. To you or something? They deliver gum because oh, I'm sucking down coffee right now, and I always have bad coffee breath. So <laughs> it's yeah. okay, not a big deal. It was a it was a fun project, and I think that's also when we had uh, Peter Shreepel in the family as well too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, he uh, he loves duct taping things to things and making things release from things and making those things go to people with things, right? <laughs> so, Just things all crazy. Yeah, so it was really cool to, to have that fun, fun project. That's awesome. And uh, obviously the, the next milestone would be uh 300,000. And this is a special one. Uh, I think in, in my opinion, uh, just because it, the tiny trainer was released. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know that the tiny trainer has been one of the most icon- iconic flight test planes that we've had as far as being, the most popular, yeah, right? It's, I think it's uh, the most we've most or most sold. That and the Arrow that are the, the Arrow. two most popular planes that we've ever done. And uh, the coolest thing about it was the Tiny Trainer was more more or less of a design than a journey mm-hmm. that was all in one kit. Uh, we found that we were on average putting out maybe a plane every other month, maybe you know one a month when we were doing really well. But we were teaching new techniques. But if someone jumped in the hobby right in the middle of our releases, they're going to still have points of frustration. So the idea came to let's make a trainer that will teach everyone every build technique, um, but also along with teaching them every build technique to build all of our airplanes forwards and backwards, let's also make a trainer that can take them through the right process. So mm. whether it's a, a child with no RC, a simple chuck glider, that's a glider nose, then it jumped up the two channel, which is rudder and elevator as a glider. Then you swapped out the nose and it became a motor glider. And then you swapped out the wing and it became a four channel. <laughs> and that sounds goofy. It's like, oh, what are you talking about? But that's the process that we encourage people to go through is right. build something, make it fly. It doesn't even matter controls. Put left and right, up and down on it, mm. and then make a motor work, and then make your four channel. And if you go through that process, you'll be amazed how quickly you can have success in flight because mm. you're you're learning one core nugget of skill at a time. Right. And uh, the challenge was just how do we make that in one kit? Right. And uh, it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, well uh, so, something that I've noticed is that um, you know we've designed, or you know Josh and other people here at the shop have designed. Um, the 36, 40 ish airplanes, different airplanes. And, um, one thing that we have found interesting is that, you know, we have extremely 
you know, complicated airplanes that are just basically, you know, art, they're origami and there's, mm-hmm. you know, we try to make it so it's repeatable of how you can put them together and how you can, like, but it's what people have really, really responded to is the simpler stuff, simple stuff. And yep. that's, that's something that like, we've just kind of learned, you know, just as a, um, you know, as we kind of consider ourselves a porthole or a gateway, gateway to the hobby and yeah. for people to find success in it mm-hmm. is that, um, it's really fun to put together, um, you know, that extremely like, uh, you know, well-made and well-fitting and very complicated design. That's so there's something very satisfying about that. Talking about the CDF. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Actually, like no, about the I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about, well, yeah, I guess C-Duck's up there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. but there's also, you know, uh, there's other ones. There's, you know, uh, Guinea pigs, a little bit more complicated. The MIG three is an intense build. MIG three is a little intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viggen's a little bit intense. Um, but like just the, this, the simplest designs is what really grabs people's imagination, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because, um, I think if there's something about, you know, at least for me, um, as you know, I'm not the most prolific builder mm-hmm. is, uh, having something that I can have a start to finish in an yeah. afternoon. Yeah. That's an important factor for me, whether or not I'm actually going to get it done. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I think that's why we've kind of seen that trend because, yeah. um, arrow is a very simple design. Time trainer is a very simple design. <laughs> You know, those plans have been downloaded mil- millions of times. You know, we've sent, you know, thousands of kits out for those. Yeah. And those are the ones that people really respond to. And so, mm. um, you know, when people, you know, request, you know, we want to see the, uh, uh, you know, a B-17 on a quad pack or whatever. Like, yeah. trust me, we want that too. We do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for but, sure. you know, we, uh, uh, we also have to, you know, be mindful of what people yeah. really respond to. It, mm. It's a struggle. And, and just what you described, Austin, it's, it's a major balance with product design because, um, people, this is how my dad took me through the hobby and, and how I feel really strong because I started at seven and it took me two years before I finally had success. But you got to give someone a success in the hobby and from that success, then you can challenge them. And the same thing goes with the building aspect, the mm. flying aspect. They need to have that success to know, yes, I can do it. The challenging aspect can come later where it's like, okay, now you can do this. Let's see if you can do a next harder one. And that becomes now a reward instead of a frustration. And everything with flight tests goes that way. And I see a couple of times, a couple of passive jabs saying, oh, flight tests are doing all this simple stuff. But just keep in mind, if you go back to when you got in the hobby, that that simple stuff didn't exist, there's a good chance that you probably wouldn't have gotten in the hobby. Right. Wouldn't have stayed in the hobby. Wouldn't have stayed in it. It would have been you know, points of frustration. But we really rely for the complicated tip of the spear stuff is showcasing people from our community doing amazing things. And we're going to throw one out like once in a while. We'll throw the sea ducks out. But every day there's a new person coming into the hobby. We really want to make sure we serve them right. And once we have that where we can get, you know, push them towards that right path, we'll definitely pull the trigger on some of the complicated B-17 style and, mm-hmm. and more well, intense builds. The nice thing is, is that if, uh, you know, if more complicated and, uh, you know, just more intense builds, is that yeah. something that you're wanting to do and you're and you're wanting to put a week or two weeks or six months into a build? You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of resources out there yes. to do that. Right. You know, there's awesome. plans and there's build up, you know, there's yeah. kits, you know, there's there's so many resources out there if you want to get more complicated. Yeah. Um, and that's what we encourage people to do yeah. is, you know, get started and get comfortable with the, just the concept of building and the concept of putting something in the air um, and then go nuts. You yeah. know, go find what your little crazy niche of the hobby is yeah. and, and go nuts. <laughs> and and we'll, it, we'll celebrate that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like we don't, we don't, uh, profess to be experts on everything, you know, that we hear, you hear Josh talk about all the time. So, you know, go and explore and, and get what, like you said, whatever your heart desires, you can find it. I mean, the internet's there. 
for one big purpose and, yeah. and that's to, to search for whatever you want. Um, so go out and check that out. Be inspired, not only by obviously flight tests and the community, but, you know, go and inspire someone else. Yeah. You know, go and do something that you think might not only further your life, but inspire someone else's life. Well, and we get we get that inspiration from the community as well. Like, mm-hmm. look at Josh Orchard yeah. with that Bugatti. Boom. Yeah, I mean, he also did a Sikorsky, which frankly is my all time favorite. Hmm. You know, scratch but I've seen someone do as far as uh, you know, at a flight fest event specifically. Right, um, just a work of art. And this is a gentleman that's still taking foam and raw materials and simple materials, but making art that flies. That's super scale and super beautiful. Right. We want to celebrate those people. Uh, the one thing you can be confident is if we design something from flight test, we know that 85% of our community is going to have zero problem whatsoever doing it. And even, you know, I, we've had people that have built the Sea Duck as their beginner. And as long as they sit down and they do it step by step and don't work ahead, they're going to have success. Right. And that's all we care about. Have success in flying, have success in building, and then pass that on mm-hmm. and grow. So uh, that, that was, you know, I'm happy you pointed out the tiny trainer. That was definitely a shift. And where we started actually figuring out how to how to do it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And everybody loves that plane. Yeah. And you're actually, spoiler alert, you're actually working on a uh, simplistic, I guess. All right. Here it comes. The FT, Mighty Mini Super Simple Tiny Trainer Basic. <laughs> <laughs> so We're not going to call it that. <laughs> you know what? That, that, is, that I, is not I even may close pull to the, the boss name. card on this one. I think the FT, Mighty Mini Super Simple Tiny Trainer Basic, it just rolls off the tongue. I don't think that'll fit on the uh, store heading. I think <laughs> yeah. that's the main issue or, with that. or on the card. <laughs> yeah. Or on right. the card. Can we do an acronym? No. <laughs> no, um, no we, we, we did simplify it down. And that's for a specific reason. After Flight Fest West, um, a lot of these awesome, awesome build nights. Uh, where people build a whole bunch of planes at once. A lot of them are beginners and they're looking for the experience where, okay, I want to build a plane and get through that hurdle and then they go out and fly it. And Mm -hmm. it broke my heart because some people had great success with the arrow as their first plane. A lot of people bust it into two pieces and they're still happy, but that's not the story I want them to walk Mm -hmm. through. I want them to see that they can create a plane with their own hands and they can fly a plane. And um, from that, the takeaway was, okay, we need to get someone where within an hour and a half that they went from zero to building and then right out the door to flying it. Right. And so what we did is we just basically made a three-channel simplified version of the Tiny Trainer. It's the same thing. It's not like it's a feat of engineering. But we, we scrapped the extra wing, the changeable nose, made it a sheet and a half worth of foam. And it builds it's, – it's literally nine pieces of foam instead of 20. It sounds like a lot, but that's 20 steps or 10 steps that we cut out. That's right. half the time and a lot less confusion. And they're sitting with a model that they can instantly go out and fly. Yeah, we, we got to fly it uh, yesterday. Ian, me, and and even Megan for the mm-hmm. first time. If yeah. I'm not, you buddy boxed with her, yeah. right? And she uh, did great. She did great. Uh, Ian is that was his only his second time flying a fixed wing. He flew that like a champ. Uh, just fun to fly, yeah. and it's a little bit lighter, so the wind does 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 take it a little bit it's more. A calm day plane, but in general, like even though it was windy yesterday. We we're, were having a blast. You, you saw me trying to hit your head yesterday. Yes, that thing yes, turns on a yes, dime and, yes, and you I can did. fly it in a pocket. <laughs> um, now, there is a there is a design I'm working on as well, too, as a big trainer. It's just a high wing, mm-hmm. uh, simplified trainer that's mm-hmm. going to run off a of B motor. That'll be just a rewarding. The Storch is a really popular trainer design. Right. Um, I want a new one in there. So uh, I've been playing around with a, a high wing, simple built tr- you know, trainer that will, will look cute as a button, but have a landing gear, look a little more conventional. Cool. Um, and uh, hopefully that'll be yeah. So be on the lookout for those uh, those new ones coming yeah, out. Yeah, kind of, just kind of experimenting with how to get people in the air even more simply and even more effectively. Right, yeah. increasing that increasing that hit rate. And right, you guys are going to see all this is by design. Uh, we're definitely not Elon Musk's here, but uh, we we do have a master plan of where we want to see flight tests grow in the future. And all this hat carries a general theme about the experience people have getting in the hobby, and that's what we really want to perfect in the near future. Right. 
So yeah, so the the next milestone as as we keep going on here is, is four hundred thousand, yes. right? And that was right around the time where uh, good old Peter Schreepel yes. uh, built the massive. Uh, I, I can't remember how big it was. It was like fifteen ish feet, fifteen yeah. some, 15, 15, 20 feet, feet, something like that. Uh, the Star Wars Star Destroyer. <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> it had to be cut into two pieces just to transport it. Like, yeah. Like literally right. he built it here. And then sawed it in half. Sawed it in half. And then we put it in the trailer. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Cut it up and then moved it. Yeah. yeah we usually, I think we usually try to mark. Uh, it doesn't always happen. We try to mark like the 100,000 with a big project. Right. And yeah. uh, for, um, you know, for 400,000, it was the Star Wars Star Destroyer. And what I think is so funny about the because sometimes when we do a really big project, we'll do like a main video that's mm-hmm. like the, uh, you know, supposed to be like the big like attention grabber. And then we'll do like a follow up. It's like a build video. It's like, yeah. how did we do it? Behind the how scenes we and everything, yeah. It just cracks me up that the the build video for the Star Destroyer <laughs> is like almost twice <laughs> as popular as like the actual right. video that we did. There's it no is our one most ever going to build video. one either. And no one's ever going to build one. Yeah, exactly. Or at least I haven't seen Trust anybody me, build one. You do not want to build one. And yeah, so that just, it just cracks me up that the, uh, um, but that's cool. That's cool to have an audience that's it's, it's just as interested in the process as the product. So, yes, exactly. and, and it, um, it is our most watched video is it? of nice. all time, if I'm not that's mistaken. Awesome. So, uh, which is really cool. Uh, so thanks so much for watching someone build a massive Star Destroyer. Really appreciate it. It's really a fun <laughs> experience. It's also about the same time that uh, we were vetting out the uh, water resistant foam board. Yes. Yeah. That was, was uh, a game changer. Once again, another thing where feedback from the community developed the product and, uh, Everyone at the time, we were we had a great relationship with Adams, and people were running the Dollar General. Um, Fred Provost from Florida was like, guys, I love your planes. I hate the fact that the first morning I fly them, they get destroyed. And if anyone uh, wasn't around when the, the white foam was our primary resource, um, what would happen is you'd fly early morning, late evening. Guess what? There's dew on the ground. Mm-hmm. White foam board doesn't like dew. So you'd have to do complicated things like minwax your plane or mm-hmm. paint it. And, and even then, it wasn't perfect. So uh, we started working with Adam's Ready Board, and uh, they came up with a solution, which is a water-resistant, poly-impregnated craft paper. And uh, that's laminated on. So it's it's not waxy. It's actually like a plastic-impregnated paper, but it was actually 10% lighter hmm. than our original original solution, which made wow. everything work better. And, uh, yeah, we got to release that. And the Sea Duck and the Sea Otter were the first uh, two releases, I believe, off of that. But also we, we launched immediately a couple more single-surface wing planes, which – now wouldn't warp, mm-hmm. which is really special. Yeah, uh, and it, when the high humidity comes into play with people, yeah. uh, it starts starts to peel back and yeah. just the, the overall the warpage and, and all that stuff just happens to be yeah. an issue. And then the more and more and more we realized that it was just a superior product in general. Mm-hmm. And so we actually went through our whole back catalog of planes and updated them with the waterproof. Yep. And, right. Um, it's been great for us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice knowing that these planes are no longer disposable just because of weather and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're disposable when you crash them. You know, but they'll last now. And and, uh, I have a plane. I think it's one of the original Sea Ducks still to this day sitting in my house and it's not warped. It's not, you know, done anything. It's still flyable. Well, we got like four or five of those up in the attic as well, which is is really Yeah, right. (laughs) And that's actually, um, that was a special time for me because that was right about around the same time that I started working here. Um, it was a couple months after that. Um, and that's when I started getting into the, you you alluded to it, Austin, started doing some store stuff and Mm -hmm. updating product lessons. That was that was a crazy crazy bind uh, just grind to get through all that you know taking all the white you know taking white pictures and now you got to take brown pictures and yep. you got to put everything ready to go on the store uh, but it was such a rewarding fact because we knew didn't matter how much work it took we knew that this was like you said Austin a superior product yeah. that was going to make the experience that anybody that comes through the door at flight test that much better 
and that much more rewarding. And it will keep them in the hobby to enjoy it even further, Absolutely. which is really, which is really, really cool. Um, and then you move forward from there and you come into uh, the 500,000, which is obviously a big milestone um, for, for any, anybody. Uh, 500,000. Another big project. Yeah, and just per usual as we as we like to go, yeah. um, we went straight to uh, the Red Bull Fluke Tog, right? Yes. Which is really cool. We, if you haven't gotten an opportunity to go watch that episode, please do so because we're actually going to do another one this year, uh, and it's going to be in Pittsburgh, which yeah. is really cool. But yeah, that was right around the five hundred thousand uh, mark. Got to build a massive. Massive plane. You know, my, my biggest memory around the Red Bull Flutog is actually the plane was an amazing experience, but that was that three, four week period was the most insane three, four week period we ever had because we literally <laughs> came right off of a flight fest. Mm-hmm. Um, we finished up cleaning up from that. We had a, uh, a give back event with uh, our our, uh, our sister company, Lumineer, mm-hmm. or uh, not Lumineer, uh, <laughs> Lauren. And we were doing a manufacturing camp where we were building with kids, flying with kids, doing that stuff. That was intense. We literally had RVs stationed there where as soon as we were done with that event, we climbed in an RV and we drove to Oshkosh. And then we did the Oshkosh event, which was promoting STEM and fellowship and community. And then on our way back is when we designed the plane for the Flutog. And then that Monday when we arrived, we started building a plane and we had less than 10 days. We had yeah. about nine days <laughs> and the plane was designed on the way home. And uh, that was the first day that Chad Lewis came into right. our, our life as an official Chad. partner. And that was his first day. It was yeah. his first day. Just it's cutting like, ribs. Dude, I remember it was, it was like, hey, Chad, welcome to the team. Um, here's a template I cut out. We need about 24 of these ribs that are longer than you. And he sat on the floor. He made this cool little saw. And he sat on the floor and cut out 24 ribs for us. Right. And uh, it's like, welcome to the team. Here you go. That's right. And uh, But that that was crazy because literally from one event to the other and what was accomplished during that time from the team, it, it just – Whenever you get to have your your team, your FT family stress test like that, and you see how awesome everyone works together, and it's just there's a bigger vision, bigger goal, and everyone killed it. Mm. Um, that, that's amazing. I don't know this for sure, but I, I'm willing to bet that probably our Flugtog machine was probably uh, the – the only, or probably the fastest built Flugtog that's ever won a Flugtog. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess. Definitely not. There's there some that were sure. built the night before. I'm confident of that. But yes. But they didn't win. They did yes. not win. This is true. You know, that, that machine, I'm, I'm kind of sad in my heart that it got destroyed because I'm confident if we had the T motors we have now, mm. we could have put motors on that thing and flew it. It was completely, it was, pretty, it was pretty cool. It was yeah. legit. Yeah. Um, when, when Chad, uh, uh, well, Chad Nowak, he was a pilot mm-hmm. for it climbed out of the wreckage, I guess you could say, the plane that splashed down and walked on the wing back and forth and nothing happened. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I just wish we pushed harder. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we just yeah. gone for 100 feet. Yeah. But yeah. what a great memory. Right. And and right around that time, as you see in the in the video when you go and check them out, um, is right around the same time. I think it was the, I think the 500,000 uh, episode was also in a vlog, which I think was like the fifth vlog, third or fifth mm-hmm. vlog so of some sort. Um, and so right around the time is right when we started doing uh, the video logs. And I tell you what, man, that has that has been a, a blast in yeah. itself. Um, it was a whole new uh, project that uh, Alex, Alex uh, Zavada obviously uh, championed. And what a great job he has oh, done. I mean, I it, it has really opened up for sure in my yeah. eyes and I think most of our eyes to just content that we never even thought we we had or yeah. was possible, well, you know? That's something that we just, we tried to do for years with, you know, we had the Gremlin YouTube channel. Mm. We tried like a little 
uh, program where we like we put out like additional videos per week and that sort of thing. And because we, you know, we do like a terabyte or two of footage a week or right. uh, a month, you know, and that's that's a ton of footage. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And we just are always constantly doing things around the shop that we want to show people or yes. tell people about. And so, um, yeah, that was really Alex's baby, and he really pioneered that. And actually, you as well, uh, mm-hmm. Stefan. And um, it, it's been so cool to to watch that. It's kind of like having home videos that get edited for you because uh, <laughs> I watch every single you know flight yeah. this episode obviously but I also watch you know I watch all the vlogs it's kind of yeah. cool just to see you know what was going on that I was in my office and didn't get to see or mm-hmm. whatever you know it's uh, it's really cool to be able to share that uh, part of our um, lives and our business and that sort of thing mm-hmm. with our community it's, it's honestly you realize what a blessing it is to have the team we have because yeah. when you get to see, you know, we're around the corner, I'm building something and something's going on in the corner. You don't get to appreciate what those people are doing. Mm. And uh, my wife and I literally every vlog that comes out, we sit down as a family and we watch it and we laugh our heads off. It's like I can't believe we get to call this, you know, work. But also the, the insanity and yet the productivity at the same time that happened. It's <laughs> it's so much fun. It really so, is. Uh, it's, it's awesome thing. And then. To me, it's special because it shows it shows the relationships you know within this mm-hmm. company. Uh, right. If anyone ever says, "Do they really like each other?" Watch a vlog. Watch just one vlog, yep. and you'll have that answer in spades. Hundred <laughs> percent, so, yeah. and and that's really been an eye opener for me because you know I I was never in the RC hobby. You know, I, I only started doing stuff when I when I started working here, and I've actually learned not only quite a bit from watching videos that you or Josh Scott or anybody here has been in, but also just random little tidbits of information and tips and tricks that you or anybody here at the shop throw in kind of like TJ sitting there. He's like, yeah, so I was building this quad and ran da, 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 da. And you could do this and this out of nowhere. You're like, Oh, there's a tidbit of information that I can use for my quad or for, yeah. for later when I, when I fly my plane or whatever. So it's really just been really cool to be, to be part of that, but also see the amount of information that can be captured just behind the scenes, you yeah. know, which is really cool. So that, thank you, Alex, first and foremost, uh, well done, my man, loving it. And, uh, I think the, the community has really loved it as oh, well. So absolutely. took a little bit of time to get used to, but, uh, I think everybody's on board now. So it's really <laughs> cool. Um, and then you go to 600,000 and we're back to good old star Wars. Yep. Uh, we did another release of the Death Star, massive <laughs> four foot by five foot or three foot, whatever Death Star flying around. And that was a really cool video. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check that out. Um, it was like high production value with like some silliness and dude, it was fantastic. Yeah, right. we, should, we should do like our Star Wars here. Yeah. It's safe to say anytime <laughs> there's a Star Wars movie for anything, there's going to be something mm-hmm. big. We got to make, we got to make an excuse right. to make yeah. a Star Wars video. Well, and also we love going to the video as a team. You know, we, we use that as our research time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. We right. go to the movies and we watch it and we talk about it and get we inspired. eat popcorn and we get inspired. <laughs> Candy. So, yeah. It's, it's also right around uh, when the video podcast started. That's right. That's that's so 100,000 subs ago. Right here. Right here. This is where it all began uh, as far as the video podcast. Was they, you guys have been doing it. You guys have been doing podcasts for a yeah. while. Um, they weren't on a weekly basis, but uh, you you kind of were heading up we, that. We limped it along for a while. <laughs> and then you've really brought some consistency and uh, obviously the video format right? and everything. So, um, yeah, what you've been doing, man, with the podcast has been great. Been Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you having me on every now and then. Hey, you know what? I love, <laughs> love having you on. Not not only because you're my brother-in-law, but it's because you're a cool dude. You Thanks, know? man. Yeah, most, I mean, you bring a lot to means the table. A lot. It's safe to say, like, everyone's related to someone else in this company. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? We fired Technically pretty, in the pretty, world. In the world, yeah. But <laughs> I think Adam and Eve. We fired Adam pretty Eve. much every wife we can. <laughs> right. And, uh, and now we're working into... Uh, you know, in-laws. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's been, it's been really cool yeah. because I, uh, 
I actually uh, watching Austin do some some podcast stuff in the past. Um, and if you if you haven't gotten to meet Austin um, and listen to him and talk with him on a regular basis, you'll see that he has an uncanny ability to be speak professionally as well as keep it uh, conversationally going and enjoyable. With to me, it looks like e- with ease. I don't know smith. how much. Kind I don't know shucks. if it's below the surface. He's like, oh, <laughs> but he looks. It just makes it look easy. And so it was something that I really took uh, from you, Austin. Just the inspiration behind it all, and how effortless it seemed to, to for you to do um, to put the time and the effort and to get the backstory and all that stuff. Um, so thank you for first and foremost for inspiring me to to be able to feel like I, I can that. able to do that um, you, and get to learn from you. You clearly have not listened to the first dozen episodes <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You're probably right. I didn't hear those, oh those first ones. No, I appreciate but, that, man. Thanks, thanks for starting something and allowing me to, uh, to to jump on board. I really appreciate it. And I've had a blast yeah. doing it, being able to have you guys on, people here at the shop, new new employees, random people that are stopping by the shop, uh, which, by the way, Mike Finley, Andre Russo, and uh, uh, Patrick. Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. Mm-hmm. Well, actually going to be here tomorrow yeah. um, hanging out at the shop with us. But we've had some of those guys on, um, and it's been, it's been, a, it's been a blast. You know, so awesome. Thanks so much for listening and watching because without you guys, we wouldn't have one. So (laughs) we really appreciate it. Also around that time was, uh, some, some funny episodes. I just wanted to bring to light and what, because it was one of my favorites of all time, uh, was the control line episode, uh, that we did with Bob, you and, uh, and Alex, um, that was good fun. Oh my goodness! I to this day I still laugh when I think about it. Just Bob going in circles and how and he's Dude, he was, a smile on his face. He, he was a boss. He oh, flew he that thing it. like it was nothing. He it's like he'd done it for years and he had and he had. <laughs> it's almost like he'd done it before. Wow! Yeah. And then he just spins, stops, and he just falls over. Falls over. I mean, Bob, thank you for all that you do for us. Because really, you know, I we talk about it, but and we laugh about it, but. Bob is so much more than just a yeah. uh, a pretty face and a, a a guy that comes in. He he personifies the essence of flights. That's in my opinion yeah. of everything that he brings to the table. This sounds crazy. My wife and I were chatting yesterday, and we were watching a video that had Bob in it, and we were just <laughs> laughing. And it's like, man, he is. I mean, a big reason why we are where we are is this amazing gentleman coming into our life two or three times a week, mm. helping us out, influencing us, giving us wisdom. And I was like, Jen, how do we how do we even honor a guy like that? Right. And she's like. You know what? You need to make the the Parmalee plane. I'm like, that's it, the FT Parmalee. Nice. Ooh, so we gotta great. we gotta do that. I think I think Bob deserves his own airplane, but we gotta find out what kind of Bob, plane Bob would want. Right. I was looking at like last night. I was just looking at Cessnas. Like, okay, what's what's <laughs> an iconic plane that we could name after Bob? The BP. The BP. FT BP. That's a great. That's a great idea. Right. Yeah. That's that flows real. The FT Bob is just a little too. That doesn't work. We gotta make it specific. We gotta have people understand exactly who we're. You know who who's responsible. And the other thing that Bob brings to the table is that if he wasn't here uh, we wouldn't fly because none of our batteries would be charged <laughs> ever yeah he also I, fixes our planes a lot i yes. think we all forgot that you actually have to charge batteries because <laughs> he does well, it all the time he comes in and he charges all the batteries that's also why we, we haven't had a light bulb fire in about a year <laughs> that's right standardize that process <laughs> thank you bob we love all you, bob. that you do here yeah. keeping it alive i appreciate so, it uh you, you know around this time too six hundred thousand. that was around january mm-hmm. um end of january is when we released our first general aviation episode wow oh, yeah, remember right. full scale wow. Fridays yeah. that ended up happening on Saturdays. So 
we stopped calling full scale Fridays. And then any day, <laughs> any day that the game completed, pop that day. Um, that's playtest style, but uh, that was really special too because mm-hmm. that was really you know realizing playtest dream of really showcasing anything that flies. You yeah. know, there's something magical yeah. about flight in general, and we want people to not just stop at model aviation, but to continue their journey. And uh, that's been a really great experience. We're learning more with every episode, mm-hmm. and that puts us up to as many as six episodes a week. Right, and know, it's opened a lot of opportunities for yeah. flight tests in the community to uh, to really be a part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah, um, like you guys got to go and do some paramotoring, uh, oh, para- paragliding. I mean, that's just all those different things. And, we, and there's going to be more to come as well with yeah. that, which is really cool. So looking forward to that in the future for sure. I didn't get to go. Oh, oh, something. Hey, you, you were invited. I was invited. But you had a had brand a, new little baby. I had, had a to, baby. I had a wedding. I had all this stuff. So my wife would. My wife would yeah, get me in the face. That so. relationship with Aviator <laughs> PPG is not a relationship that's just going to be a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. We are going to be growing with them, and what a great way to get into general aviation than that's through right. a paramotor. So right. uh, a lot more content will be coming. Exactly, and then. Uh, to, to today, seven hundred right? k, seven hundred thousand. What four right. months later? For, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Four months and a hundred thousand? Something like that. Yeah, just 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 about. Which is <laughs> you realize it took us one year to get to seventeen thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, you okay. got to start somewhere. Yeah, right? which is really wow. cool. And and just right around this time, obviously, we just finished it up. But uh, Flight Fest West just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Our first remote Flight Fest. Right. It went swimmingly. It went amazing. Right. It was uh yeah, it was a really um still can't really believe we pulled it off. But <laughs> it's it, it like, did it did happen. Yeah. yeah, it was it was incredible. And then honestly it was like having a family reunion to people you've never gotten to meet because mm. there were so many new faces where the first three years of Flight Fest now it's it, it's really cool. You get to see the kids grow, you get to see their families, you get to you see them again. This is a whole new group of great people that right. we got to uh, to meet for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that was really a special takeaway. And the venue was very spread out, but it still felt connected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really it was good. definitely a, a big and, opportunity. And there were so many cool, cool, iconic planes. I mean, it was like you had, you had the Lego plane, you had the C-17, you had a lot of B. other big builds, Super B, you know, all those different things that yeah. made it not only just a Flight Fest event, but really made Flight Fest West its like a big bang, that first special. remote thing and made it really special. Because yeah. obviously we were expecting some big builds like we always are, but some of those big builds were pretty epic it's awesome yeah. i have to be honest with you it was it was fantastic and also right around that time we got uh, the gremlins actually gremlins. came out which we've been doing a lot of mm-hmm. as you guys have seen in the videos and, and and the vlogs and stuff like that we love those little guys you probably sound like broken records because we're always going back but we finally get our dream of seeing what once again what the swappable and the mm-hmm. foam board and the simple materials can go into the drone world and still be relevant you know right. and uh it's been amazing. We keep, we have a hard time keeping those things in stock. Mm-hmm. So, yep. If you haven't yeah. got one, go grab one of those because they're a lot of fun. Yeah, and and, and the amount of designs coming out. I think we have like four new designs that will be mm-hmm. hitting this month. So all free downloads, just like our original plans, but also any Gremlin Power Pack, you get to pick a Gremlin that we put inside. True. So uh, that way you get the frame with it too. True. And and that that takes us up to today, right? So I mean, yeah. we're at seven hundred and. One or two thousand, something of that nature. Seven hundred, seven hundred thousand, seven hundred four thousand. Seven hundred four. You're just checking, weren't you? Time's flying, dude. Time is just just going <laughs> crazy. Uh, <laughs> so be on the lookout for new and upcoming things that that oh. we're 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 looking forward to that to eight hundred and nine hundred and and one million. Yeah, and and talking about how we we we've, we've set these things in plans because we have bigger visions. I finally mm-hmm. feel like between seven hundred and eight hundred thousand, there's going to be some amazing new announcements. <clears throat> right. I said that you know twenty seventeen is going to be an amazingly special year. And I was a little discouraged because, you know, doors open and doors shut. Um, but 
if you've listened to previous podcasts, it's not a secret. My heart is really to see a location where people can come, not just for Flight Fest, but anytime they want, and fly as a family, make memories, build planes. And uh, we call that our destination location. Right. And uh, today, actually, I'm going to be going down and looking at one that we're moving very close oh, to wow. hopefully pulling the trigger on. But if this happens, what it's going to be is instead of us just doing our content, mm-hmm. um, we're going to be able to go out and engage community and do content with the community. Right. And it's going to be free to fly there. You know, you come out, you make a day of it. There'll be a hobby shop with all of our planes. It'll be kind of like Flight Fest where you can pick a project, build a project. But also we'll be able to engage schools, churches, groups, uh, have quad racing. And uh, to see that finally getting just at the tip of your tongue, right. um, all this is going to lay out. And our hope is that we can see that become a repeatable model, you know, right. one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, one South. Mm-hmm. And, so, and that's and that's a big deal. You know, we've been talking about new new locations on this stuff for a while now. And yeah. hopefully it begins – hopefully oh. it becomes a reality and, uh, and that we can start making content and allowing for people to come and see yeah. those content just for, for a better experience overall and – and go kind of go from there. So yeah, it's it's a big deal, and the reason I mean, we've had so many doors shut. I'm not going to give up on that dream because mm-hmm. I think that dream has, uh, you know, just as flight test, you know, grew um, like this. I think this is a way to redefine how the hobby is mm-hmm. and how the hobby is experienced, and also a way to bring energy back to brick and mortar stores again. We right. really have a love and respect for the hobby stores, and the problem is, is e-commerce is killing them. And we are an e-commerce company right now. I don't want that to be the case. I want to give local hobby shops a model that they can adopt. That they can bring in like the the build experience, the right. build nights, where it's not just them buying product and going home, but it's them literally coming in, building relationships with other people in the community, building a project together, and then helping each other getting over those hurdles. That's something that doesn't need to happen only at a flight test destination location. Mm-hmm. It can happen at a local hobby store, and it can be a great source of activity. And activity brings revenue. Revenue brings security for jobs. Yep. And um, that's that's a lot where my dream comes to. I want to see this flight test model of getting into the hobby spread. And yep. I want to see it bless other people too. Yep, that's for sure. And and the last thing that uh, I want to talk a little bit about, um, and just just to point out to you guys, if you haven't seen um, the video, uh, we just did a uh, a vlog about a, a small giveaway. Um, not sure if uh, you heard about it. Biggest giveaway to date. It is our biggest. <laughs> I, I was lying, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but we did a we did an episode, a vlog episode about um, a couple different things. But in the end of the episode, we actually were giving away a Mavic, uh, DJ Mavic, uh, and all you have to do is you have to go watch the video, get to like the video. You have to be subscribed. Um, you also have to leave a comment of. How has aviation, whether it's RC, full scale, as Alex said in the video, birds flying, whatever it may be, how has it impacted your life? Yeah. Um, and leave a comment down, down below um, in the actual video, not in this podcast, but in the actual yeah. vlog itself. Um, and then we're going to select a, yeah. uh, a winner from that. So just wanted to make everybody aware of that yeah. because it is it is exciting. Um, we're excited about it. We want to be continue to do these kinds of things for you to give back to the community um, and also just to wear, uh, raise awareness of flight. Test yeah. in general, so it, and it doesn't have to be a praise piece on flight test. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be how flight test has affected your right. life. We want to know how aviation has exactly. affected your life. Um, for me, it wasn't flight test; it was my dad. Mm-hmm. So yep. you know, we want people to, to share their experience of flight and how it's it's brought them better things. Right, and good luck. Yes, yes, yes. good luck. Very much. There's so. only what nine thousand, ten thousand people. Yeah, you right. know, it's only. 10, I like those odds, though. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Good. Better than the lottery. One in better, 10, way yeah. better than. And you know what? <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, doesn't cost and, a thing either. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And and uh, mm-hmm. last, I, I want to end this podcast and. 
in, in a little bit different fashion. Um, as most of you have probably known and seen in the news, um, with the, uh, out, out in, in the UK and Manchester, England, um, there was a really very unfortunate, uh, accident slash, uh, terror attack, um, on, yes, it was, uh, on, on Manchester, um, at a, uh, Ariana Grande concert, uh, they were going through the concert and, uh, there was actually a suicide bomber that, um, blew himself up to, uh, to no avail for, for some odd reason. We don't understand why. Um, but, uh, essentially we have multiple people that were killed, um, yeah. hundreds of people that were injured. Um, and we just wanted to bring, bring light to that, to let, to let those of you who are listening in the UK, watching in the UK, um, those of you who had been affected by the situation, because we're all affected by it, whether you like it or not, yeah. we're all we're all interconnected. Um, we want to let you guys know that we are praying for you. Yeah. Um, we have you on our we you, you are heavy on our hearts and our minds because even though we're not directly there, um, we are affected, yeah. and we want to be able to make sure that we are all coming together in this in this fact to to make sure that those of you who are, are hurting and are suffering, um, that you know that we are here for you. Yeah. And you know, it, it's sad thing is how do you quantify evil or how do you properly describe evil? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this wasn't an accident. This was someone reaching out to hurt people mm-hmm. and it breaks our hearts. And it just shows how when you want to impact people in a positive way, you got to not talk about appeasement. You got to not talk about, uh, you know, how can we communicate better? We got to talk about how do we bring love more into people's lives? Mm. How do we positively influence them for good things? Mm -hmm. And um, that's the important thing is you cannot combat evil with communication. You got to combat it with love. And um, I think one of the best things we have about our community is we have an amazing community filled with love. And I'm sure it's not just us lifting them up in prayer, Mm. but um, 700,000 people. And uh, that's that's an influence that can change the world um, more than uh, dialogue. Right. So keep them in your hearts, keep them in your minds, um, pray for them, um, and do what you can uh, for them. And uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you to all our community for being yeah. part of something very special and something bigger than yourself, but also for being part of Flight Test um, and making it what it is today. Yeah. Um, and Josh, thanks so much for being here. Austin, thanks so much for yeah, being here. Yeah, thank really you, really sir. Appreciate it. Um, always special to have you guys on um, to enjoy that time. And uh, thank you guys for watching, for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please do so. Uh, think about doing so. Uh, hit that notification button to allow you to know what's coming up in the future. And uh, we will see you guys next time. See you guys. Thanks. Peace.